Praise the Lord. Welcome to the Jesus Only Podcast, where Jesus is the only answer. We welcome you once again to the Jesus Only Podcast. Amen. It's been a, a few days since we were on, amen, but thank the Lord for another day, another opportunity. Amen. Let us go before the Lord in prayer. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for another day. We thank you for keeping us throughout this day, O oh Lord God. Thank we you, thank Jesus. you for all that you do, Lord Jesus, for loving us, Lord Jesus, when we didn't even know our names, O oh Lord God. Thank you, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for just keeping us and and guiding us, O oh Lord God, and yes. just engrafting us in, Lord Jesus, to your family, Lord God. Yes. Be with us and keep us, Lord Jesus. Bless someone today, Lord God, that they may be encouraged, Lord yes. God, to continue to walk another, another day holding your hand, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So my guest for today is going to be none other than Minister Angela. Amen. (laughs) Whitfield. And we have brought her to the show today to just encourage the women of God, letting them know, hey, we can raise a family and still be godly women. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. But first, let's make sure that you know how to get in touch with us. So you're welcome to call in on the line, which is 323-615-4111, or you can email us at jportis at the Jesus, at, excuse me, jesusonlyclub.org. Amen. And don't forget to text the word Jesus to 55,000. Amen. Where you can get a word from the Lord through the scriptures. Amen. Something to encourage you throughout the day. Because a lot of times we can't get to the house of God and we just need to hear a scripture, something to hold us. Amen. Until we can get closer to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So again, my guest today is Angela Whitfield. And hi, Sister Angela. (laughs) Welcome. Thank you for being my guest today and coming on the Jesus Only podcast. And um, what I would like to do is just have you introduce yourself. Um, She's a mom. Amen. She's a wife. Hallelujah. Let us know how many kids you have. Hallelujah. Let us know just what do you do in your spare time? In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> and that's all. Amen. No, but um, praise the Lord, everybody. Um, thank you for having me on as a guest. Amen. Uh, I was pretty surprised at first. and um, But no, it's a, it's a pleasure and an honor to be here anytime we can um brag on our Jesus and now he helps us do anything. So um, it's funny. Like every, a lot of people know how many children we have, but it's always interesting and funny to hear, tell them how many kids you have. Yes. I'm like, okay, here we go. But um, <laughs> I love my family. I love my children, my husband, and we together have 11. We had 11, one passed away, but we have 10 children, um, nine girls and one boy. He's wow. number eight in the <laughs> number line. So. Yeah. Um, it's a pleasure, never a dull moment. And, um, we wouldn't be able to do it 
without God, without Jesus. Amen. And Jesus is the only answer when it comes to raising large families in the city of Los Angeles. Amen. Right. All right. Thank you, Sister Angela. Thank you. So just without further ado, let's just talk about raising those kids. Amen. In this household. Hallelujah. Did you ever feel that you didn't have enough love to spread or spread around to all of those children? Was there ever a time where you felt that, you know, I don't want to neglect this one or that one or, you know, tell me. Mm -hmm. Okay. So did I ever feel like I didn't have enough love? No, no. Good. I don't want to say I never did. It was interesting though. I would say with having the girls, because mm -hmm. I remember as they started getting their personalities. Right. And because it was just my brother and I and mm -hmm. a lot of cousins around, they were mostly boys. I just knew that I wasn't ready or didn't know how to be around a lot of <laughs> feminine <laughs> hormones like that. I just remember going, they're just so emotional. But and my, I, remember my, I remember my brother told me, you know, um, you're a boy mom. You know, you're not mm -hmm. a girl mom. And I was I kind of got offended, offended at first because I was like, I could be a girl mom, too, you know, but um it was interesting. So I won't say that um, I ever felt like I didn't have love mm -hmm. to spread. It was just I know I had to adjust right. with raising girls and just, you know, being the only girl and not really having to have that dynamic with a lot of female energy. Amen. Amen. But 10 kids coming up one after another. What is it? Every year? A year and a half? <laughs> Pretty much. Years. Pretty much. Um, wow. It's like, you know, I think about when we first met and, and watching all the kids as they man. came alone. And I was like, Angela, you need a schedule. Angela, <laughs> you need to come up with a, a, a plan here. Because, right. you know, you have these kids and you got you to gotta organize it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was different for sure. Because, you know, as they're coming. Mm hmm you definitely find yourself in all of that because, you know, from every stage and every phase of life, you mm -hmm. learn who you are and you have to adjust and adapt accordingly. Um, I'm trying to remember the first question you asked along with you saying all that. <laughs> no, I, no, no, no. I was just saying that, you know, coming up with a schedule, yeah. was it hard? Was it, you know, did you find that it was difficult, you know, trying to just keep up with everyone? Yeah. At, at first, especially when they were all young, Amen. I did because I'm still, I mean, mind you, I, I had Simone, I just turned 25. Ah. So James and I got married, we were 23, 24. Oh, amen. Wow. So we were still, you know, finding ourselves, mm -hmm. adulting, you know, yes. and well, we got married December 2000. I found out January 2001, we were pregnant with our first child. Oh, wow. so, yes. You know, <laughs> so you're still newlyweds. <laughs> right. And so, um, yeah, so you were talking about the age, the gap. So mm -hmm. pretty much most of them were like 17 months apart. Okay. So from the first to second, second to third, it was mm -hmm. she was exactly 13 months apart. So yeah, it, it took a minute to adjust. But I rem remember I was just telling, sharing with someone recently, you kind of prioritize okay. what's most important. Amen. And I know spending that time with them and being available to give the love right. was important to me. So, Amen. yeah. Mm -hmm. So what was your uh, encouragement? What kept you to kept you keep you going when you <laughs> kind of felt like, oh, I'm exhausted? <laughs> you know, what was that one thing that, you know, encouraged you to keep going? Um, definitely Jesus. 
Man. Because you do have those moments, especially as they're getting older. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times, I think as moms, we are very hard on ourselves. Right. Um, because, of course, if you had some phenomenal examples before you or not really good examples at all, you mm-hmm. kind of just, you know, seem like you're winging it. Right. And um, I know with God, that for me was my answer, my relief, even though I did have days where I was just like, okay. <laughs> what's going on but I he just had to bring me back in focus because I would say okay Lord I need you I need you right. and when you know who your hope would you where your hope lies you just know who to call on and we, you know I did have some moments like that where I was just like what's this you know and who am I in the process yeah. <laughs> but um yeah that's p- pretty much it just calling on Jesus mm-hmm. reading the Bible um and then if there were people who um just offered advice Mm-hmm. I had that too. Um, those of you don't remember, but our first lady that we grew up with, Sister mm-hmm. Benton, she was oh, amen. she was definitely um, a great encouragement amen. at that great time. Goodness. She was the first one, the first person that, that told me about the Duggars. The Duggars. Mm-hmm. The Duggars. <laughs> you need to watch them. They have these great plans and how to organize. Because she was just saying, just from generation to generation, just people didn't learn or know how to do certain things in right, the home. Right. So, um, but she was great. Um, she was a great, great, great encouragement. A lot of people too, because my family, my dad, um, mm-hmm. on his side, there are sixteen of them oh, that were born wow. and raised in LA. Big family. Yes. So I was. I always say I said I was past the mantle and didn't know it. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just, you know, for for the most part, of course, is Jesus, God, and mm-hmm. then where people would drop, you know, nuggets, mm-hmm. you know, I picked up along the way. Amen. So, you know, during all this raising kids, did you have time to sit down and pray with the family or have a Bible study with the kids? Anything like that? Yes. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) That was um, because it was for them and it was for me. Because you have to find that time and make the time. Mm -hmm. I say I did it better or had um, made more of an effort to do it with the, I say the first half, my mm-hmm. first five, first five. because, <laughs> because they're all teenagers. So now I'm realizing that I have groups. I have the first half and the second half. So with the first half, I did pretty I well. It. I thank God because, you know, like I said before, it was just really relying on trusting God, trusting mm-hmm. in God to really give you that direction. Especially I remember just feeling like, okay, I was pregnant, had Simone. I'm like, okay, Lord, I, I, I need you because I don't know. And I guess maybe, and I don't know, I guess depending on the relationships between mother and daughter or just mm-hmm. women in general, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but sometimes, you know, unless you have that connection, we don't ask. Mm-hmm. You just kind of go through it. Right. Just being a mom and, you know, maybe because you feel like, or we feel like, you know, I don't need to ask or, you know, I have to do this on my own. This is what we're supposed to do. Right. You know, we got to learn it, you know, unless, like I said, and I think my mother too, she would always say, I'm not going to give you any, you know, thing or any advice unless you ask me. And it wasn't like a mean thing. It was just people had a way of not trying to overstep their boundaries when it came to people's family. So um, that prayer time, that's where I learned a lot, Mm -hmm. you know, just, you know, sitting with them, um, learning with them, watching different appropriate cartoons, biblical cartoons um, with them. But I enjoyed it. I got to learn, especially as I got older, mm-hmm. when they started talking, I got to learn 
what their thought process was when it came okay. to God. Right. You know, and just even having simple conversations about you're on God's team and you know what it looks like and what that <laughs> means. Right. Yes. You know, so it was it was fun. We had a lot of fun. Amen. I think and then we bonded a lot mm-hmm. with that. And so yeah, we talked about everything from what that means look being on God's team to why we get spankings mm. and what happens. <laughs> we had a little lesson about everything, You're which right. was great. So, okay. you know, but yeah, God was teaching me and teaching him at the same time. So, Amen. and he still Amen. is. Yeah. I mean, I understand. I had to raise boys, not girls, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a uh, different, mm-hmm. you know, raising kids and, you know, it's not something you've done before, but I think there's one thing that God put in us as women. We have those instincts we have that uh that second nature where we know that you know we're gonna go out of our way to do whatever right whatever it takes you know yeah. you know we may not have been trained to do it but right. it's something that just comes um as you grow right and being a mom yeah you know so hmm raising those kids now uh, this one, you know, we all go back to the Proverbs 22 and 6 was it, where it says, train a child in the way he should go. And when he's old, he will not depart from it. Right. Was there ever a time where you just use that scripture and just said, OK, Lord, <laughs> mm-hmm. I've done I've done what I can do. Right. <laughs> you know, now I'm going <laughs> to place my child in your hand. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> you know, I think about my boys. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll give you an example. I think about Jeremiah and Joseph after they got to be older teenagers in the Lord, where it just got to a point, Joseph going to away to the military, right? Where I just had to say, Lord, okay, I need you to protect my son. You know, I know I've trained him. Um, he's come up in the church, he knows right from wrong, you know, mm-hmm. and Lord. I'm giving him over to you, right? You know, not to say that I'm giving up on him, but I know what I've instilled in him. I know how we've raised him. I know what mm-hmm. we've taught him, you know, how to have certain values and things, right? you know? And so it just got to the point where I had to pray that, you know, pray that prayer, Lord, you know, I've trained him and now, you know, I'm just releasing him to, to you. Right. And I know that everything that I've instilled in him, you know, your word says that he's not going to depart. Right. Your word says that, you know, even when he's grown, he's still going to come back to the word of God. Amen. And so, you know, I'm just asking, have you had that experience where you feel that I've had to just say, Lord, I'm giving this child over to you? Okay. So I've done it in phases. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. So in phases. And it's funny that you brought that up because I know you were asking um, earlier about um, mothers in the Bible who inspire. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember reading um, Samuel when Hannah mm-hmm. prayed for her son or pray for a child. And when she went and dedicated him unto God. And mm-hmm. I remember with each of them, I just remember that being impressed upon my heart. Okay. So here they're yours. I don't know what their testimony is like mm-hmm. or what it's going to be, but I'm trusting you. Right. So even though, you know, the <laughs> Hannah's problem wasn't mine, but still just even that. So just as a child, I knew, mm-hmm. okay, Lord, these are your children. This is a different time right. raising up soldiers. So here, whatever you need to do, I'm here. And it was just very emotional time. 
having the children, being pregnant and spiritual also. Right. Um, so I'll say that's a layer. That's the first phase. Mm-hmm. The second phase, of course, I remember um, one of um, one of our seniors. Well, I remember I was pregnant with Simone or someone. And I remember them saying the scripture, train up a child in the way you should go means to also train them up in their way. Right. Because you don't know. We know by biblically, we, we, we understand it to train them up in the way you should go, meaning the way of God and the way of Christ. But then they also have their personalities that you have to learn and Very know, too. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. I was like, mm, OK, so I had to keep that in mind. And just um, but also having that moment because um, the training is continuous. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, it is. So saying like, OK, Lord, here, I'm giving them over to you when they're at when they're at that age, mm-hmm. I'll say. Um, <laughs> I won't go there yet because there was another phase, especially with one of them. Because when you have strong will, that's right. The strong will ones, you ready to hand them over to the elders at <laughs> the gate? Oh yes. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm done. So yeah, there there has been that time, but they were young. Okay. Or this particular one was young. Mm-hmm. You know. So um, but I think when they're at the age of adulthood and just saying, okay, Lord here, mm-hmm. I can't do it anymore. I kind of pray that I didn't get to that point right? because the training again, like you said, it never stops. Right. So it's one of those things where I know I've told them like, okay, eventually you're going to have the freedom to just go ahead and have the freedom to choose. Mm-hmm. You know, I've trained you, right? God, you know who he is. You saved and you're accountable. Right. That's true. And that starts even earlier because there were certain times like that they would go to sleepovers or if I wasn't comfortable or if I finally did let them go somewhere. Mm -hmm. Instead of feeling that anxious, antsy feeling, I learned how to communicate that and tell them what my expectations were, what I didn't want them to do, what I was concerned with what Mm -hmm. happened. So that Mm -hmm. way, when they did go, they knew that the ball was in their court and knew what to do and what not to do. So that's why I said it's phases, you know, but I have two that are what out of high school now. Right. So, yes. You know, I think at this point they just kind of know and I'm here whenever. Okay. Amen. Yeah. Well, it's good. I mean, like I said, Lord has equipped us with these uh, attributes. He's equipped yeah. us with the things that we need. And, you know, we just have to pray and we pull those attributes out when we need them. Amen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just pull them out as yeah. we grow in the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yeah. You know, and not only are you a mother, uh, but you're a wife. Mm-hmm. Yes, how, I am. How did you juggle being a wife as well as a mom? You know, what? How was that? Just just a little short something. A little as short. To how is that? Don't go into detail. Right. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm about to say that's very broad. I understand. <laughs> It is it is a lot to juggle. I mean before you go into that, we got a question. We got a question. Amen. This okay. Mm-hmm. Does this mean that just because they turn 18, we just stop training them and let them do what they want? So because they turn 18, do we stop training them? No, we don't stop training them. You know, um, we look at life is as always is a training in itself our entire life you know Amen. even when our kids leave home they're still calling home mm-hmm. 
they're still calling, asking us for advice. Mm -hmm. And even if they're not asking them for advice, we're still giving that advice to them because we still don't want them to go down the wrong street. Mm -hmm. We still don't want them to do some of the things that we know we can avoid that we've experienced. Mm -hmm. So no, we're not giving up on them, mm -hmm. but it gets to the point where they don't really listen to us like they, as when they were younger kids. So you mm -hmm. do have to pray a prayer, Lord, mm -hmm. you know, I need you to, uh, no, look, not so much Lord that you're, you're praying and you're like, Lord, this is your child, mm -hmm. Lord, I'm giving him to you, Lord. I am allowing you, I, I'm just praying that you give him the, make him make the right decision. Yeah. You and, know, what do you say? Um, I'm thinking the same thing that was goes back to the freedom that mm -hmm. was talking about. Cause when they get to a certain age, I've trained you, I've shown, I've shown you taught you. And like you said, the training doesn't stop. It's always right. continuous, but then there's a freedom that they have that mm -hmm. you want them to experience right? because they have to know, and you have to know that they're going to make the right decision Correct. too, when it comes to certain things. So mm -hmm. that freedom is there. And I tell them, you know, this is a time for you to explore and see God work for you in many different ways. And he yeah. becomes real to you you know, and you get to see and feel them for yourself. So I kind of go and take that approach, right. you know, just make it more exciting. Like you're going to see him do some things for you that you would <laughs> never think and like really, because yes. we have to flip it because we want to make sure that they know that just because they're at a certain age, you just don't cut God off. Right. Like you are now, you have the freedom to choose. You have the freedom to go to God for yourself to get instruction and direction. Correct. Yeah, for your life. So, yeah, no, it doesn't yeah. stop, but they do have that freedom because, like right. you said, like sometimes they don't want to listen. Yeah, there's decisions that you're going to make now. These decisions are going to carry with you the rest of your mm -hmm. life. So you got to think about it. You just yeah. can't just jump into a decision now, mm -hmm. you know. So, no, I think it's an ongoing training. No, mm -hmm. we don't give up on them just because they turn 18. Mm -hmm. Amen. <laughs> right. But um, so back to being a a wife, as well as a mother. I'll come back to that question. Um, okay. Amen. So okay. juggling the two, um, you know, kids are 24 mm seven, -hmm. you know, it's not something you can, okay, turn it on. Okay. Okay. I got to turn you off now, children. I can't be a mom, <laughs> right. you know, <laughs> but you know, in being a, a, a mom and, and being a, a wife to your husband, you know, we got to juggle that. We as women, we're, we're constantly having to juggle our, our duties. Mm -hmm. Amen. And I, I, I understand, it, you know, me looking at being a, a wife and a mom and my husband being a pastor and, you know, trying to help him in yeah. the church, you know, it's a lot, yeah. you know, sure. it was a lot doing it was a lot of getting, you know, when he wanted to get the church on off the ground and get things going, mm -hmm. you know, it was a lot. It's a mm -hmm. lot of work, you know, but I still wanted to be there for him. I right. still wanted to, you know, do things and not think, not let him think, oh, I'm doing this all by myself. She's right. not helping me. Right. You know, so give me an idea. Um, you train, you be being a mom and being a wife, you know, how was it for you juggling? You said short. Sweet. Just short. Just <laughs> short. Just a little short. That's smidget. layers. That's <laughs> layers and phases and stages as well. Mm -hmm. But um, 
I think it boils down to uh, just the communication and what you decide together okay. of how that's going to look, what the responsibility is going to look like, and um, just making it work. I'm answering this straight and short, but I don't <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got to make it work. We you have to make it work. I mean, because sometimes, like you said, you do have it is a juggle, right? You know, and you want to be supportive. And then sometimes you feel like you're alone in it, right? you know, but at the same time, you know, it's just one of those things where as long as the communication mm-hmm. is being had and there's an agreement of how this partnership, how this marriage, how this family is going to work, right? it'll work, especially if you're doing work for the Lord, right. you know, Amen. but it just has to be communication for sure. Yeah. Communication. That's the for number sure. one thing. Communication. Because a lot of time when a husband comes home, he's tired and all he knows is I'm ready for dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm ready to eat, you know, and it's like, OK, where's my dinner? You've been home. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm ready to eat. And sometimes, you know, we as women just have to. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to add now. <laughs> Communication, understanding, <laughs> forgiveness, mercy. <laughs> Go in all that, of that closet and be like, Lord, you got to help me right now. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. But, you know, it's, it's, it's been a wonderful experience, I'm sure, being a, a, a mom and being a wife. Amen. Mm-hmm. And also taking care of ourselves in being a saint. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to throw in that, too, mm-hmm. because not only are we moms, not only are we a wife, I still got to take care of my soul. I still yeah. got to make sure that I am serving God in the things that I yeah. do. Amen. I'm glad you said that. And so we think about, you know, being a godly woman, mm-hmm. being a godly woman. Amen. Yeah. What is a godly woman? You know, mm-hmm. a godly woman. It, it, and she's not perfect. She's learning to work on her perfection. Amen. She's learning to uh, rear her kids in a godly way. Mm -hmm. Amen. She's learning that she has to be flexible. Mm -hmm. She has to juggle, you know, different things. She can start over here, this conversation, but she 10 kids, she's got (laughs) to have, you know, different conversations going on at Mm -hmm. one time. Amen. Right, Right. You know, but you know, and people look at it and they're like, wow, you know, I wish I was in your shoes. But, you know, I think God makes, <clears throat> excuse me, each and every individual unique in a way where, like he says, I'm not going to put no more on you than you can bear. Right. You know, but a lot of times when we're in that moment, we're like, Lord, this is more than I can bear. <laughs> but we have to keep in mind that. He really is not going to put any more on us than we can bear. You know, as a wife, uh, uh, being a godly wife, we have to have that servant spirit. Right. Because we're always serving. Yeah. You know, we have to cater to our kids. Amen. You know, and in Sister Angela's case, she's got 10 kids that she's catering to. Amen. Mm -hmm. And you have to cater to your husband. Right. Amen. But you can't neglect yourself. You yeah. still have, t- you need time for yourself. Can I say something right there? Yes, go right ahead. Because I had to really pray Amen. about that. And that's what the Lord had given me some years ago was to, you're a servant. Right. 
And a lot of times, you know, we look at it as something that's being frowned upon, right. you know, but that's, that's pretty much what it is. Mm -hmm. And because we are godly wives and right. mothers, it's supposed to be an honor, right? Right. Because everything we're supposed to be doing is should be as unto the Lord. Mm -hmm. But because a lot of times you feel like you have the most of the responsibility, you're right. the one always with the kids, yes. you're the one always. Oh, yes you know, mm -hmm. here and you just mm -hmm. feel like maybe you're failing. Cause at one point I felt like I was failing in everything I was doing mm -hmm. and, you know, and it was just, but I, I won't say that I was, you know, kicking against the responsibility. It was just accepting it, learning mm -hmm. how to communicate mm -hmm. whatever my needs were. Mm -hmm. But I, I always, I would say when it came to the children, I was fine, you know, okay. but it was just, you know, maybe my husband not understanding or mm -hmm. maybe us not communicating well. And I was just like, okay, Lord, you have to help me. <laughs> and that's where it came. Like you said, it's just a servant, right. you know, but being a glad servant, you know, being happy, knowing what your role is, knowing what the, knowing that this is what it is right now Correct. and just doing it with joy and gladness because, mm -hmm. you know, this is what you've been given. This yeah. is your portion, that's you know? It. And so, it took a little while, but I just remember getting that and I was like, okay. Yes. You know, because it was probably one of those moments I'm like, Lord, I need the word right now and open right. my word. And it took me to that. And I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know? But it was all right. You know, right. it's fine. You and know, but it's just something that we need to know. Yeah, that's true. You know, and I think about some of the characteristics of a godly woman. Mm -hmm. I say, number one, she has to be a woman that trusts in God. Period. She has to trust in God. Amen. Period. She has to trust in his word and mm -hmm. know that without a doubt, God is where I'm going to go when I need right. answers. Right. right. Amen. Hallelujah. She has to be able to trust in God, you know, and it's not about, you know, her suffering. It's about the fact that I can go to God with any and everything that happens mm -hmm. in my life, whether it's something with my children or with my husband mm -hmm. or just me in general. Right. You know, I trust in God for everything. Yes. Amen. We talk all the time about Jesus being the only answer. Mm -hmm. he, is. he is. He is our only answer. He's our only source. He's the only um, person that we can go to and right. talk to. You know, regardless to what's going in mm -hmm. on in our lives. Amen. Mm -hmm. So that's like a number one characteristic for me right. that I would think of in a, as a godly woman. Right. Um, secondly, we think about, you know, God, how generous he was. Generosity. Mm -hmm. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. He was so generous toward us. Yes. Hallelujah. And so therefore, a godly woman has to be generous. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I can think to Zerangela and, you know of times when I've come to your house and you're mm -hmm. like, Oh, would you like this? And mm -hmm. you know, are you tell me about so-and-so came and you know, I invited them to stay because they were put out or, oh, you know, Lord. they didn't have a place to stay. Mm -hmm. And I really honestly admire you for that because mm -hmm. you were very generous. Mm -hmm. You were very giving of mm -hmm. yourself, mm -hmm. of your home. Amen. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Amen. You know, you know, so as a godly woman, we do. We have to have a generous heart. We can't be selfish. I'm sorry. I'm responding that way because you just, I was talking to one of my daughters earlier mm -hmm. and we were just talking about things that we do. And mm -hmm. a lot of times you don't realize who's watching. You mm -hmm. don't realize 
what you're doing, you're not taking note or writing it down because you just do it. Right. So as you're saying it, I'm looking at your eyes. I'm like, is she about to start crying? You're about to make me cry. And I'm like, okay, no, no. I didn't think about that. And, you know, but thank you, Jesus. That's Amen. why I'm saying that. Thank you. Amen. You know, yeah. and your generosity is, is so giving mm. that, you know, people know that they can count on you. Mm. They know that they can come Thank to you Jesus. in their time of need. Amen. And so that's a great characteristic of a godly woman to be generous, you know, not selfish. Mm -hmm. Amen. Of your time, Thank of Jesus. your substance, whatever you got, you know, you're generous. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And then um, another characteristic of a, a godly woman is being obedient. Mm -hmm. You know, obedient, even sometimes when it's so hard. You know, when you just feel tired mm -hmm. that you can't, you just can't, right. you know, you can't make it or you don't think that you can go any further. Amen. Right. You know, we're, we're obedient. We're, we, we have that obedience to God. Number one, right. We have that obedience Gotta because we know, first. you know, the word of God tells us obedience is going to profit us. Right. If we're obedient, if we just keep doing what the word of God is telling us to do. Amen. Right, right. We keep following the word of God. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he tells us that um, in our marriages, mm -hmm. that a woman should be subject to her husband, to her right. own husband, right. not to anybody else's husband, right. to her own husband. Right. Amen. So we have to be obedient, even sometimes when we feel that we know better than they know. You know, we still have to be obedient. Right. We're always being obedience, not just to God, but even to our husbands. Right. Amen. So, you know, obedient to our, our husbands, to, to our children. You know, mm -hmm. we, we're, we're there for them as well. You know, mm -hmm. so we're there to show them. We have right. to we have to show obedience and therefore our kids will reciprocate that same that back to us. Yeah. You know, so. That's another great characteristic of a, a godly woman to be obedient. Mm -hmm. Someone that, you know, you, you can be counted on. Amen. Right. Um, we're being loving. Mm -hmm. You know, we're showing love. Right. Right. Um, we are on the, for the month of October. We've been talking about at the Church of Apostolicy, just the love, the love of God. Yes. You know, and um, being a godly woman, we have to be loving. We have yeah. to show forth ourselves to be friendly. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, if we want people to be friendly with us, we have to be friendly with them as well. Right. That's true. You know, but as a godly woman, we're showing ourselves to be to show God is within us. Amen. God Amen. is on the inside. So we have to re to to show everyone that. You know, yes, I serve God, you right. know, not that you're going around saying, yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm a saint. No, but mm -hmm. what you do, yeah. how you carry yourself. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. So, you know, those. And then I had one more that I felt was a unique character of um, a godly woman that she's forgiving. You know, she's willing to forgive mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. a lot of times our kids do things and it really hurts us. It hurts our heart. Mm -hmm. You know, we feel that I didn't train you like that. Right. You know, I I've, I didn't do those things, mm -hmm. you know, and we have to be forgiving right. in the sense that we, you know, we explain to them why mm -hmm. we don't do such a thing. 
Right. But we also have to forgive them and go on and show them that you don't have to hold grudges. Right. You don't have to um you don't have to harbor that type of stuff. Right. Hatred and things in your heart. Yeah. You know, so we have to make it a open conversation. Yes. Where we want our kids to talk to us. We mm -hmm. want them to be open. Yeah. And be able to come to us about any and everything that mm -hmm. goes on in their life. Amen. Amen. Especially as they're growing as in um, their adolescent yeah. years, we want them, we want to make sure that we have that open door policy. Come to me and tell me no matter what it is, you know, right. I'm not going to jump on you. I'm not going to holler at you. Right. You know, I just want us to have an open relationship, an open conversation. Mm -hmm. Amen. <laughs> I have something to add. Go ahead. Um, yes. There's another side of that too. And um, just thinking about when the first half mm -hmm. was younger, <laughs> when they were younger, I just remember we would pray together, like mm -hmm. in the living room and I would just have different conversations with them. And when we would pray, I remember just like the Lord put it on my heart. And I won't say it was just this one time. It mm -hmm. happened before. But I just remember this one particular time because it was really special. Mm -hmm. The lesson that was learned or being taught. And it was at this moment, at this point, you know, the kids took turns. because we did learn, you know, learning how to pray. We prayed. Mm -hmm. and, and I remember when it was mine, I would end it out. And I just remember I had a heaviness at that point. I remember I don't remember what it was, okay. but I remember asking God for forgiveness Amen. and praying to the Lord for myself at that mm -hmm. point in front of my kids. Right. And we had a conversation afterwards and just the lesson and what I was trying to teach was, you know, we I'm your parent. Mm -hmm. Right. Me, mommy and daddy, we're your parents. We're here, but we make mistakes, too. Right. That was the words. Those are the words that I use. Mm -hmm. And so at that time, I felt like if they see this and of course the kids, they make mistakes as well. You're right. And so but God is merciful. Mm -hmm. You may not see all of mommy and daddy's mistakes and a lot of them you will see. Right. But because we know that God is forgiving mm -hmm. and you know that I have to forgive you, too. It, I believe it helps in that conversation that we had was to show them that people make mistakes, not mm -hmm. to be judgmental for other people. You know, you make mistakes yes. and there's times you get a spanking for it or some type of punishment. There's mm -hmm. sometimes you have mercy. Right. There's things that mommy and daddy may do. We have mercy or you may see punish, whatever it may be. Right. But, and then other people outside of our home as well, go through things and make mistakes. Mm -hmm. So having those conversations and having that particular conversation um, I don't know if they retained it or not, <laughs> but, you know, sometimes I'll go back and backtrack. Remember, we had this conversation right. just to mm -hmm. show that when you're forgiven, you know, just know that you have to extend the same thing. But mm -hmm. of course, as they get older, their minds change and they, you know, develop and, you know, all mm -hmm. those other things. But I just remember that moment being very special to me because mm -hmm. we learn forgiveness for our children. They mm -hmm. learn forgiveness for us. Yes. You know, sometimes oh, I, I got you. And you didn't, and you know, <laughs> you know, some yes. people say, you know, well, you're supposed to have that because from last time, you know, but, you know, they just learn because we have to learn how to apologize too, even yes, sometimes amen. to our children. So in that, knowing that we make mistakes and they see that just the chain of it all, like I believe when we talk about it, you know, we teach mm -hmm. our kids to have forgiveness for other people and not to be so hard yes. when other people make mistakes. Yeah. So, man, so, I, you know, this is a wonderful opportunity to let other moms know, you know, we're, you know, it's not hard to be a godly woman. We just are 
putting our mind and everything we do on Jesus. Mm -hmm. We're making sure that we're just still putting Jesus first in right. all that we do. Yeah. And from there, he's going to direct our path. He's going to show us what to do. You know, yeah. as the word of God says, we're acknowledging him and mm -hmm. everything that we do. Yeah. And he will direct our pathway. Yeah. But we have to give it to God. We have Absolutely. to let him know. Hallelujah. Lord, no matter what, I'm committed to you. I'm going to trust in you. No matter what goes on in this family, in my life, mm -hmm. you're first. Yeah. I'm going to put you first. Amen. Can I add something to that? Go too? ahead. Because when you said um, being a godly woman is not hard, mm -hmm. it made me think of something because, you know, it's it doesn't have to be hard. Mm -hmm. You know, it's going to challenge and push you to come out of yourself. Right. Amen. Because we're not born godly. Mm -hmm. But what we don't want to do either is just have a godly facade. Right. Because people could do that, too, very easily. True. And then that power will be tested. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it will be tested. So, yes, leaning on God, leaning on him, trusting in him, having him wholeheartedly in your life, in your heart, in your mind and really wanted to do it his way. Right. You can't fake it. Mm -mm. But so long if that's what you're doing. Right. Because it will be tested. So, yes, it's it's a, it's definitely I, mm. I had to say that because yeah, no. sometimes, you know, people will fake it or sometimes we even go on autopilot. That's true. You know? Yep. Just going through the motion. So it's very important to just be aware and be present, even in God's presence and in the power, you know, that he's Amen. given us as moms. Amen. So, ladies, yeah. call in, call in, <laughs> give us some questions. Call in. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Let us know what you're thinking. If something, you know, that's going on in your life and you just need some you want to get some advice from another woman of God. Amen. Please call us. Amen. Call us. We're available. You know, motherhood is like being uh, a discipleship. Amen. Mm -hmm. Because we're raising these kids to right. follow Christ. Amen. Right. And they're looking at our lives. They're looking mm -hmm. at how we carry ourselves. Right. Amen. And from how we carry ourselves and they go to church with us, they hear the mm -hmm. same word yeah. that we hear. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. And they see how we respond. You know, so we have to live the life. We have to live the life of a saint. Amen. Yeah. We have to do right by the word of God if we want our kids to do right. Mm -hmm. Because if not, they're I'm like, mom, will you go to church? But you come home and you. Right. You know, they're going to look at us. Amen. So yeah. motherhood is about discipleship. Mm -hmm. It's building. You know, we're helping to build the kingdom of God. Yes. And Angela has a tribe, so she <laughs> is definitely say, little building army of the Lord. little army. You got it. Right. <laughs> Amen. Mm -hmm. So we are, we have a, a, a great responsibility. Amen. Amen. Being moms and the fact that, you know, God has just made us unique. Amen. We're unique. Amen. There's no one way to do it. Amen. We find that, you know, the way our mom may have raised us or our grandmother, whoever raised us, amen, we may find another way to do it. Right. But we still do it trusting in God. Mm -hmm. We still make sure, hallelujah, that we're pleasing God as we go. Right. Because, you know, we have to be persistent. We have to be mm -hmm. persistent in everything we do. Yeah. We have to make sure that no matter what, Lord, what I, no matter what I do, 
I want to do it that you may get the glory out of my life. Amen. I want to do it in a way that, you know, others see you and not me. Amen. Mm -hmm. Brother James, you got a question? Uh, they said, praise Lord, sisters. What do you do when your kids stop talking to you? You caring too much for them is wrong, but now they don't want to hear you anymore. It's painful. That's what this person said. You mean? So what do you do? I'll read it one more time. Thank said, you. Praise the Lord, sisters. What do you do when your kids just stop talking to you? You caring too much for them is wrong. But now they don't want to hear you anymore. It's painful. Amen. You want to answer or want to take a, a hit at um, it? I can take a little yeah, hit. And then it. I'll just add to it. Go yeah. ahead. Um, I would say, um, first of all, yeah, I, I would imagine that it is painful um, because, you know, when we talk about training our child in the way he should go, mm -hmm. right? And we put mm. all the time, all the energy, mm -hmm. all the training, and then they turn around and don't want to talk to us. Mm -hmm. um, I could feel that. But I want to say, too, you know, um, it's one of those things where you said, you know, I've done all that I could do. I trained you. Yeah. And now, if you know, we have to because we beat ourselves up a lot. Yes, we do. You know, and like we said earlier, going through the different phases and stages of just motherhood and even our own individuality, mm -hmm. we have to, um, it's constantly training, right? Mm -hmm. So when we get to that point where we've said and done and, and taught everything, it's, we just have to know that God is going to do the rest. Mm -hmm. We just know that we've taught them. And, um, and just being confident and comfortable in that because mm -hmm. they have to be accountable for their actions. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there are scriptures and a lot of times we have to remind ourselves like, you know, I've, I've trained my child. Mm -hmm. My child should know the scripture. I honor thy mother and thy father. Yes. You know, and um, sometimes, too, we have to let them go. Amen. And God will God has his ways of, you know putting things back in focus. We just have to continue to pray mm -hmm. and just, you know, we have a lot for of ourselves that, you know, we could do, you mm -hmm. know, still, you're still human. Of course, your child, it, it, you're hurt, but then there are other things that yeah. we can do for ourselves, that self-care, that right. self-love, because that's something right now is really something that we can't, I think at that point really control, mm -hmm. but, you know, just, comforting yourself with the word of God and just knowing who you are and what's next for you. Um, but praying for that child, I think Amen. will probably be the best. Yeah. And yeah. I think about, you know, God has an unconditional love for us. Mm -hmm. You know, even when we were out there in the world running wild, mm -hmm. he still loved us. Yeah. Amen. So, you know, it's in us. The word of God tells us that, you know, it it's in us to do right. Amen. But we have to get that. We have to. He, he pulls that out of us. The more mm -hmm. we come to church, the more we hear the word of God. Amen. We know to do right. Amen. But we're constantly fighting with this flesh. Amen. And in God's unconditional love, he he, he doesn't give up on us. Right. So because your child doesn't want to speak with you, you're still praying for your child. You're still saying, God, I, I am. I am. I am giving this child to you. 
-hmm. for you to raise now because I've put what I can in my child. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we were talking about that earlier. You know, you put what you can into that child. But now that that child is an adult, now that that child is in the world, you know, that child is going to see other things and we can't be with them 24 seven. Right. You know, all we know is I've taught my child, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm praying for them constantly. And the word of God tells us how our mothers, our grandmothers, all of those people have prayed for us over Mm -hmm. the years. Amen. And those prayers are what's going to keep us. Mm -hmm. And so we just have to keep our kids lifted up in prayer. Yeah. We have to constantly talk to God, go to God on their behalf. Lord, you know, I, I love my child and no matter what, you know, I just need you to keep your angels encamped about him. Right. You know, I'm always praying that prayer for Joseph. Mm-hmm. You know, Joseph mm-hmm. gets to a point sometimes where he doesn't want to be buyer, bothered. Mm-hmm. He feels he's grown. Yeah, I don't have mm-hmm. to call home and talk to mom and dad. You know, sometimes he gets like that. Right. But when I don't hear from him, I think I pray harder for him Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, Lord, he hasn't called home. You know, what is he doing? You know, Lord, I need you to keep him. Lord, I need you to, you know, constantly nudge at him and let him know, hey, you're saved. Hey, you got the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. I want God to to continually do that to him. You know, but I want him to make his decisions. Mm -hmm. I want him to make that right decision. And, you know, in him making that decision and God is constantly, you know, tapping him on the shoulder. You know, when God does that, he's seeing that, you know, I I am saying, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not supposed to do these things, but it's going to come from God. Yep. It's not something that I can say because he's at a a point in his life where he feels he's grown. Mm -hmm. He's an adult. You know, he doesn't have to listen to me. Right. You know, and he's going to make his own decisions. Mm -hmm. But I only pray that God continually um, presses on him to do the right thing. Right. You know, and and we just have to let go and allow God. Yeah. You know, let go and let God do do the rest. Yeah. You know, um, you know, I hope that helps. Yeah. You know, to comfort um, whomever that is that's, you know, that's writing in. But, you know, we just have to learn to let go and let God and just pray. You know, the prayers, our prayers, Mm -hmm. our prayers is what's going to do it. Right. You know, and and, you know, God, you know, it says, you know, you just pray for that individual Mm -hmm. and God's going to turn them around. He's going to bring them back. And we have to trust and believe. That's what we said. You know, a godly woman, we trust in God. We're trusting his word that it's going to do exactly what it Mm -hmm. set out to do. Yeah. You know, we have to just keep that in our heart, regardless to how things look in front of us. We've been talking about, you know, reality, you know, mm, regardless to how right. it looks, yes. you know, it doesn't look that way to us, God but has the final say. <laughs> God has the final say. We yes. pray that prayer. We read that in the Bible yeah. all the time. He's our doctor. He's our lawyer. You know, man, no matter what the doctor tells us, right. we trust in God, yeah. you know, so we got to keep that trust in God, mm-hmm. knowing that no matter what, no matter how it looks, right. That God's going to turn the situation around. Amen. 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 We got any other questions, um, Brother James? No other questions. Amen. So, um, Sister Angela, I just thank you for coming on the show and, you know, sitting with us. Amen. (laughs) I I enjoyed this conversation. 
Amen. You know, and um, you know, it's great when you can sit and talk to another woman and you can relate. Mm -hmm. You can mm -hmm. share stories. Amen. Right. Right. Um, we can just share stories of, you know, funny things or, right. you know, serious situations. We know, you know, yes. our husbands sometimes are demanding, you know, sometimes they're, you know, I want it and I want it right now, you know, but we can sit down and we can talk about those things. We can laugh because, yes. you know, it's behind us, you know, but mm -hmm. we can pull back up those situations, amen, amen. you know, and laugh and talk, amen, because God is just. God is good. He's good. And he, so you have to clarify that one. <laughs> which one? Which one? Never mind. Tell me. No, I'm okay. Tell me. No, I'm just messing with you. Pull back up those situations. You know, I know you guys know how Pastor Portis is. Amen. Amen. When Pastor Portis, you know, says something, he wants it like yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Amen. But, you know, God is good. He and is. he is greatly to be praised. Amen. Amen. And so, we, uh, as women of God, we're unique. Um, we're trusted in God and everything that we do. And we know that, you know, without God, without his word, we would have been lost, but we can look back over our life. We can look back at the beginning of marriage when we were like ready to pull our hair out and we look at where we are now, Amen. you know, and we know that God has brought us a mighty long way. Amen. You know, we know that, Hey, <laughs> With God is where I am now and where I want to be for the next 26 years of my marriage. Amen. Amen. You know, because I I know that I wouldn't have made it 26 years Jesus without Christ. God mm -hmm. by my side. Right. Right. Without knowing that, you know, those nights where I prayed and, you know, I shed tears. Hallelujah. Yeah, mm -hmm. we shed tears. Mm -hmm. You know, it's nothing secret about that. Everybody's going to share some tears. Right. Amen. But we know that we can depend on God. Right. We know that we can talk to him about any and everything. And even when we can't talk, say to our sisters, amen, we know we can take it to God, mm -hmm. you know, and we have to trust and believe that and just know, you know, God is there to help us. He's there to help us through any and everything. Like I said, he yeah. has that unconditional love. He has that unconditional love. Amen. Mm -hmm. So we pray that the words, the things that we talked about tonight encourages you mm -hmm. as women of God to just keep pushing. Right. You know, keep going to God. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Stay in the scripture. Stay in his word. Keep coming. Yes. Keep going to church. Amen. Keep trusting in him. Amen. Learn to forgive. Learn to just to forget it mm -hmm. because it's more on you. It's stress. Mm -hmm. You know, it's 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 just more weight on you as right. a woman of God to not be forgiving. Can Amen. Say something to that. Go right ahead. The stress part. Um, I know we only have a few minutes left, but mm -hmm. just to the mom, to the woman, you know, I know the person asked the question. She said, is it wrong to feel that way? It's not wrong because we have feelings. Amen. We have we're emotional. We have feelings going through this journey of motherhood whether you're a wife, single mother, whatever it is. But God said that we can cast all of our cares upon him because Amen. he careth for us. Yes. He always cares about what we're going through. So we got to cast him and let him handle it mm -hmm. and move on and just trust that he's going to handle that problem. But yeah, we, that's, that's, <laughs> that's it. We have to cast a, a lot. <laughs> all right. And as the word God tells us in third John one and four, he says, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. Amen. 
We just got to keep trusting in God because we know one day, hallelujah, God tells us, you know, they go out there. Yes, but they're going to come back. Mm -hmm. So train them up. They're going to come back mm -hmm. and it's going to be a joy to, to see your child mature in the Amen. Lord. Amen. To see them grow in God. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, that's no, uh, that's a great joy Amen. to see, you know, what you planted, to see it flourish, to see it grow. Amen. Hallelujah. And so I thank the Lord for everyone that tune in tonight. I pray we gave you some type of encouragement. Amen. If yes. there's something that we didn't talk about and you'd like to hear us bring it up on the show, amen, send us an email. Send us an email to jportis at jesusonlyclub.org, amen. Give us a call, 323-615-4111. We would love to even have you on the show, amen. If you got a subject that you think that would be great for everyone to hear, present it to us. We, hey, we may be willing to air it. So bring it on. Hallelujah. I thank the Lord for this day and this time. Hallelujah. And we all know there's no greater love than the love of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And we know without everything, whenever we have a problem, hallelujah, whenever anything presents itself, what is the only way? What is the only person that you can talk to? Amen. Jesus is the, the only, only answer. answer. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. Amen. Do you have questions about the Bible or questions that are unanswered? Would you like to know more about Jesus? The Jesus Only Club podcast is the place to get all of your questions answered. Join us every Tuesday at 7 p.m. for the Jesus Only Club podcast, where Jesus is the only answer.